Hello, hi everybody. We're live on Sukkas, another episode, this time on Saturday, because we have a special guest that couldn't be with us on, on Wednesday. So, uh, first of all, I want to say hi to Abilio. How are you doing, Abilio? Oh, she's my laptop. So, Abilio I, I told me yesterday he was watching uh, Sukkas and he liked uh, the concept, so... Soon we will have a video on the subcast. And as every week, I have here my partner, Nymph. How you doing, Nymph? Hey, I'm fine. How are you? Fine, also. So uh, this week, uh, we're talking about uh, one hot subject on the soup scene. Uh, we're talking about bachata sensual. And we have a very special guest here. Is my uh, personal friend and a uh, really good uh, bachata teacher and artist. Uh, his name is Alex, and he's from Barcelona, but he's working all around the world. How are you, Alex? Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm fine. Looking looking forward to this experience. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this will be a, a, a Sukkas episode with a really big Spanish accent. <laughs> mm, definitely, yeah. Uh, for all the people that uh, don't know Alex, uh, he's working in Bachata Sensual for many years uh, now. And he's building a special project uh, called like a Bachata World Corporation, something like that. Uh, can you explain yeah. a little bit about us, Alex? Yeah, it's called Alex and Laura World Bachata Corporation. And the idea is that we're building um, uh, well some teams all around the world. And, and they condense our shows, our choreographies, trending with my current partner, Laura. And, well, that's mainly it, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, just today I saw on Facebook that Adrián and Anita are doing, are doing something similar. Is Yeah, well, the, the first ones to do something like that were Attack and Alemana, mm -hmm. uh, another very famous bachata couple. And uh, and then they went uh, Adriana and Anita, and then like mm, several couples has done the same, like Daniel and Desire, Corke and Judith, etc. Yeah. Okay, so it's uh, a thing that is going on with uh, many couples right now. Yeah, yeah, a few of them. Yeah. Okay, so uh, by the way, this Sukas episode could be sponsored by I don't know Coca Cola or maybe Jack Daniels <laughs> or something like that, but it's not. So if you want to sponsor Sukkast, you can write to us, and we will have a, a little <laughs> a little chat about that. Uh, let's start with the subject. So uh, there's this uh, this opinion going on the soup wall about bachata sensual uh, stealing soup moves or using soup moves in a not so uh, proper way. Uh, but first, uh, I would like you, Alex, to explain to us what exactly is bachata sensual and how it does compare to other styles of bachata. Okay. Um, so sensual bachata is like a, like an evolution, okay, of of uh, the traditional Dominican bachata. is is not uh, similar to the way of the traditional bachata uh, uh, was made before. Okay, so it's something different, and it's like a mix between uh, we we maintain the same pattern, the same basics, 
but it's more uh, about uh, body movements, corporal movements, uh, following and leading, and uh, yeah, it has a mix with uh, some souk moves, West Coast swing, etc., etc. Yeah, uh, because uh, I always say to people when they talk to me about this subject, uh, I always say to I know Alex, and he's the, the only teacher that has been on a stage with me, and he took the microphone to say, okay, did you see that Suk? Bachata Sensual used some of the, that material, so you, you are one of the ones that acknowledge that you are actually using material from Suk, as well as, you said, uh, West Coast Swing and other dances. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's, this topic is like very, very old, okay? It's like um, um, like salsa, like kizomba, okay? Like, you know, like uh, uh, the Cuban salsa and then salsa LA. And then, oh, this is not salsa because, uh, or kizomba, no? The traditional Angolan kizomba or the more French kizomba nowadays with more uh, tango steps. So this is has been like going on and on <laughs> for a long time now, even even in um, uh, within the bachata wall. Okay, we have our things as well. Like for example, if you go to see like a bachata competition, uh, so there are some there has been like some winners in the last years, and the people are not agree because they are saying, okay, th that's not bachata. Okay, because they are do they are doing so many acrobatics, so many lifts. Oh, so what's the point where uh, where is still bachata or is not anymore? Okay. Or, or is circus? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So we have our own problems inside as well. You know what I mean? Uh, well, I, I think that's the same in all dancers. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing. So, for example, in my in my case, okay, uh, I come from ballroom dance. So I used to dance before, like uh, balls, the tango, quick step, cha cha cha, uh, jive, etc. And um, my way to dance bachata, okay, at the beginning, it has evolved a little bit during the years. But at, at the beginning, the idea was I, uh, I dance bachata like what we call modern bachata, okay, which is uh, basic bachata steps with salsa turns, like salsa patterns, like a setenta and this kind of stuff, okay. Yeah. So it was not sensual. And uh, then I saw... Uh, Corke, uh, a video on YouTube of Corke, from Corke and Judith, which is the creator of what we call today sensual bachata style. Uh, so then I thought, okay, that's really different than what I'm dancing, and I really like the style. I would like to, uh, to, to, to dance a little bit more like that. So I went to Cadiz, and I took a, a, an hour, a private lesson with Corke, to understand uh, the way of leading and following and some things, okay? And then I came back, uh, and then I tried to apply all that to the things that I was doing before. So I was doing my bachata, and I was mixing already bachata with ballroom, okay? Because, yeah. as I told you, I was a ballroom dancer, so I was mixing bachata with, uh, with some rumba, rumba bolero movements, yeah. okay? So that was my style. And then I introduced the sensual bachata thing. But I always explain this to my students, okay? I, I never say, okay, welcome to a bachata class. I say, okay, welcome, this is a sensual bachata class. This is different from traditional bachata. This is the difference, etc., etc. And, yeah, for me, it's not that much a problem as long as 
you explain what you're doing. You know what I mean? It's not uh, disrespectful. Yeah. Well, it surprised me, Nymph. Uh, it's we know uh, as suckers that suck it's a fusion of so many different things. Yeah. So why everybody in suck is uh, complaining about uh, sensual bachata using suck moves? What do you think is that? Uh, because they, they don't know other styles where the move came from. It can be like from modern or from some other ballroom dance or maybe from hip-hop or they use techniques from other dances and they use it in Zook. And people think if they see the, those moves like, hey, that's, that's a move from Zook. But it can be like that they use in bachata or in salsa move that came from hip-hop or from modern dances. And people, when they see it, they don't know the background, they don't know where it came from, but they think, hey, it's from Zook. I think that that's the main reason why people think uh, the moves came from Zook. But Zook is not, uh, for me, Zook is not uh, like one dance. Zook is a mix from other dances. Yeah. So, uh, but it's not only uh, uh, students that they are complaining about uh, bachata. I guess uh, the, the teachers that did complain, uh, I recently read a, a Facebook post by Leticia, uh, you know, from Daniela Leticia. Uh, she's my, my teacher in Zook. And she, uh, she was complaining a little bit about uh, technique and about how the Zook moves were being applied and how some professionals in the bachata world are not taking the proper time and the proper classes to learn and understand and comprehend how this move should be done. And uh, I guess the, the problem for them is more in a technical uh, in a technical side of the, the thing rather than uh, not liking the fusion, you know? What do you think about that, Alex? Um, yeah, I... I was reading that, that post as well on Facebook, um, and yeah, I've been I've been listening to this uh, like a long time ago. Not it's not just right now. Um, so the thing is, um, for example, there are some other bachata couples that they are using um, a lot of soup movements in their shows or choreos or uh, in the, their workshops or social dancing. I used a little bit of them, but not, not as much, but a little bit in my shows as well, on, on when I'm social dancing. So um, for me, the thing is to try to understand how it works, OK? So for example, uh, I know some stuff from, for, from Sensual Bachata, and then uh, someday, some soup teacher came to me and he told me, no, no, but you're doing this this wrong. This is not like that because you cannot block the girl because blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera, okay? Yeah, I, I know you took some soup classes uh, to try to improve uh, these kind of things. Exactly. So you have come to some uh, sensual bachata classes and you've seen that yeah. the, there are some difference in yeah. the, the way we lead the girl, okay? So at the end, I think all the options are are okay, are good. But if not, so if some soup teacher tells me, no, the way you're leading this, like to move the neck of the lady or whatever is just an example, 
is better this way because of that. And he gave me a good explanation, and then I try it, and then I understand, then I apply it as well, you know, and I explain yeah. it in this way. So I, I don't have any problem with that. It's not, no, 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 in Central Bachata is like that, and, and then it's what we dance. No, I always try to learn some things. Yeah, I, I guess that there, there are some issues with... Uh, uh, I never heard uh, these comments about you, exactly, you personally, uh -huh. but I heard about other of your uh, mates in Bachata. I won't name nobody because I don't want to put you into, in trouble. Thank you. Uh, maybe we will post some link after in the comments of the show so people can see what I'm talking about. But there's like some videos where uh, a Bachata couple, a really famous Bachata couple, they are doing uh, a Bachata show and then suddenly they start, it's not mixing, suck into Bachata, they are like a dancing soup, and uh, it's uh, really, uh, I, I don't want to, to be harsh, but an ugly way of the, doing soup. Uh, because, <laughs> yeah, because the technique is not there, and they are trying to do, no, not to adapt soup moves into bachata, but they are trying to do soup. So my, my first feeling about that, when I see that, is as a sucker, is uh, if somebody that knows how to how, uh, knows dance generally, they see that and they don't know Suk, and they uh, and I know that this couple they say yeah we're doing Suk uh, on this part of the of the show. Uh, these people that don't know Suk but know the dance in general, they will think Suk is an ugly dance because uh, it can be hurtful. It's not uh, beautiful. And I know that's not the case. But on the other side, uh, people that uh, don't know uh, how to dance properly, like beginners and or intermediate of a, pro of a specific dance, and they see that, they like the move uh, because it's really different, but uh, they don't know that that's not proper suit. They will copy the bad technique and the bad move and they can get hurt, and they can get uh, problems in the uh, in the neck or in the back. Yeah, so that's my main my main concern about this kind of uh, appropriation of suk without the proper training, without the proper uh, taking classes with a good suk professional before you use suk in your show. Yeah, well, I, I agree with that actually. I mean. Um... I wouldn't be so worried about under my perspective, under the show, because at the end, the show, it's a show. Uh, but yes, more like if you are teaching that, like if you have a chat a couple and you have incorporated some soup movements that you really don't know how to do properly or leading properly, and then you teach that in a workshop and then some girls can get hurt, you know, then that will be a problem. Yeah, and, and I agree with that. And uh, for example, I always try to, to to teach when I teach a class or workshop, the things that I understand completely that I've tried like many, many, many times and that I know that uh, they are okay, okay? And now I, I can I can try some crazy stuff on the dance floor with my partner just for trying to, to create new things, but I don't teach that, you know? By the way, you, you have an advantage of that because your, your current partner, uh, Laura, she she did uh, some lamba soup before. Yeah, that, that's right. That's right. That's a big advantage. It's true. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so uh, I guess that uh, the problem for me, uh, and I, I don't know if Nymphy does agree with me, it's I've had this uh, moment of watching a, a class like by not a, not a person that I consider a good teacher, uh, but a, a person that he's trying to teach without knowing properly the, the thing that he's teaching. I had this sensation of watching a class, watching like a deep cabaret, very bad execution, and uh, you feel the pain of the lady. You know, but feeling the same thing, uh, watching a professional dancer, that's really bad for me. What do you say, Neil? Yeah, it's, it's true. It's true. If they don't know the, the proper techniques uh, and how to uh, explain them and, and don't know the, like where it came from and how to, to, um, uh, to, to explain them properly to the students, uh, it can be harmful, harmful, harmful and it can get uh, bruises or um, how do you call uh, injuries, yes. <laughs> yeah, true. Okay, so uh, let's move on from this uh, bad side of the conversation. Uh, there's one thing that interests me a little, uh, a little bit, and also from Kisomba, but uh, as well as Pacheta Sensual. Uh, I, I guess that we Souk dancers and Souk performers and Souk uh, promoters have a lot to learn about the, the, the big increase and the big raise of Bachata Sensual and Kisomba in the world. We've been working uh, like for years trying to promote Souk, and we can see like these other scenes that seem uh, younger in our places because maybe Kisomba was not so big in Barcelona, for example, and Bachata Sensual was not so big in Barcelona either, uh, but they are now really, really big scenes, uh, but the Souk keeps the same. It's not growing. So, Alex, what are the lessons or what are the things that you uh, think that uh, Suki is doing wrong in, in, the, in the way of uh, keeping up uh, and getting bigger that Bachata uh, did right? Uh -huh. um, well, that's a very interesting question, actually. And a little bit difficult to, to answer. I don't know. I've always, I've always thought that um, at first Lambasuk, when it was called Lambasuk here in Barcelona, yeah. after Suk, etc., uh, it was for a like limited group of people. Like you need to have uh, some uh, how I can say. Uh, you have to be like in a like maybe. My father couldn't dance uh, lambasuk, you know what I mean, or my mother for the neck things or whatever. Even if they know the proper technique to do it, maybe it's for more a little bit more like a certain age people, something like yeah, that. Or maybe a phys physical condition. So yeah, it's, uh, thank you, physical condition. Yeah. So and with kizomba doesn't happen like that at all, you know. Yeah. It's much much easier at the beginning. Plus, in in soup, it's really really technical. So. I guess most of the people at the beginning like so that they want to have fun socially dancing. They go to a soup class, and I, I don't know exactly exactly how it works. Okay, here in Barcelona, but maybe if in the first class you start uh, teaching like all the technical details that they have to know, etc., etc., they get a little bit bored or they think this is not what I want. I want just to have fun. Show me some steps. Or, 
you know, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's what I think that it's too technical for the beginners. And then if you continue the process, you catch up, and then you get very interested of what you can do. But maybe at the beginning, it's not like the best dance for like the easier dance to catch up people, you know? So, so maybe the problem is that we are not uh, making easy enough for the beginners, and we should uh, water down uh, the the technical part of soup because I think we are trying to do that, but maybe we didn't <laughs> we didn't go far enough in that no, way. but maybe maybe I I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't been to a beginners class of soup here in Barcelona, no. so I don't know how it really works. But I know that, for example, if you go to a beginners class in Kizomba, like uh, they should, they teach you apart from the the holding position, the technique, etc. They teach you like two or three steps that you can. After that, you can dance a song. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if it's like that in Souk. I really don't know. Uh, more, uh, I can I can speak for my beginner yeah. levels and the ones that I did with spiral dancers when when I was with them, and it was more or less like that. We teach some basic steps on the on the first class, and finally. Uh, an hour later, they could dance a song with more or less, uh, uh, you know, more or less uh, feeling good. But um, uh, I, I've no, I don't know if it's like that in all the other soup scenes. So, Nymph, how are the beginner classes uh, there? In, um, well, I, I, when I started with Zouk, uh, Claudio Gomez was teaching in Holland. And he came from Brazil, and he um, developed the way he teaches Zouk, like uh, Zouk love. Like he made it really easy for the for the people here in Holland, and a lot of, lot of people uh, liked it, and they came uh, to dance Zouk. But nowadays, uh, people are teaching different styles, uh, and uh, uh, bringing other styles from 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 Rio style Zouk or M Zouk uh, basics here in Holland. And when I start teaching. Uh, I notice a lot of beginners also complain like, "Hey, this is this is difficult for them." Yeah, because of the different styles. Yeah, yeah, and also when I when I teach uh, like bachata basic or kizomba basic, within an hour they can do like because bachata use the four step like one, two, three, and the tick. Uh, it's easy for them to follow, and even if they, if they do kizomba, it's also easy to follow. But if I teach them the the zook basic like tum chik chik or one two three or quick quick slow or whatever like in front or back, it's difficult for, uh, for them. I think uh, I think that's that's one of the uh, uh, thing that that they are holding back. Like it's difficult for beginners to to learn the basic. But once they have the basic, it will take a while, and then they can they can learn faster. So maybe maybe it has to do uh, with the. The freedom that uh, Suk has in the basic step, because you can do many different kinds of basic, while in the other dances the basic uh, step is really, uh, really, uh, I don't know how to say like, English. Like, 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 like it's a structure. Like yeah, when you really structure, and it doesn't have so much freedom. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's the the advice that you will give us? Alex, in, in that respect, uh, would you advise uh, SUK instructors to, to just focus on one structure basic and not show so much freedom to the students until they are later on their, on their uh, formation? Because what I fear is that most of the people coming to SUK, what they like 
about it is the freedom of the dance. Mm -hmm. So should we restrict that freedom on the beginning? No, not restrict the freedom, but maybe to make it a little bit easier, the first classes, just so the people get interested in the dance, or how I can say it. So at least um, when they are doing the first classes of Souk, they can feel confidence to go and dance, even if it's the basic steps, for a little bit, and they don't have to focus as much in uh, technical details. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe it's just that, like have the people let a little bit more fun at the beginning and yeah, it's what I think. For example, in my bachata classes, okay, uh, I I don't start never in the first level uh, teaching like sensual stuff because it's hard. I mean, it's like when you're dancing like sensual bachata in advanced level, all the body isolations, following a lead, etc. It's like similar things that you do guys in Sue, okay? Most of the things are very similar. And you cannot teach that to a beginner. Mm -hmm. So um, what I focus at the beginning is that the people understand. So like the people understand how the bachata works, okay? So the rhythm, the basics, the music, um, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so the people can go after that and dance, even if it's with a, just a basic and a, a simple turn, okay? Uh, some some bachata songs and so after a while step by step, the, then in, in second level or third level then I start uh, teaching the like the sensual stuff like body waves, body rules, body isolations, and here when I start at this point <clears throat> is when the bachata sensual bachata uh, it differentiates from the modern bachata okay because at the beginning it's like normal bachata I would say and then the level goes like that. Okay, growing and growing because this is like really difficult stuff. And then I can see there that some people don't continue because yeah. uh, the 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 things that we were talking about about the physical condition of the people that may, maybe is not that young, they don't like that stuff. They don't, or they find it um, too difficult for them. Yeah. How so, long does it take uh, to to from the beginner to to start doing this kind of like? Uh, you said uh, maybe on second level that's like about three months in the yeah yeah so it depends of the of the average level of the group <clears throat> sometimes I start teaching that on second level or on third level so yeah between the third and six months something like that yeah in between yeah because uh, what what I find also really funny about the uh, students is that they want to do all the hard stuff from the beginning. Like, uh, no, no, I don't want to, you to teach me the basic step. I want you to teach me how to do these movements like you like that. All, and, the, all this cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what they don't realize is even for um, bachata, bachata people that come to Souk, like uh, trying to, to improve the bachata, but also to learn some Souk, what they don't realize is that in Souk, these kind of movements are a little bit different because they are doing with uh, displacement. It's not uh, on the spot. We don't go out of the axis on the spot. Like mostly in bachata, you you do these things on the spot. Mm -hmm. But uh, also we are moving while we are out of the the axis. Yeah, that's so true. It's it's a I I think it's a, another level of difficulty because you need more uh, physical uh, preparation for doing that. You, you need control on the apps and you need uh, a strong core for doing that. Mm -hmm. So 
uh, how how do the teachers refrain and try to, to keep the students interested when they want to learn the cool stuff, but you cannot teach that uh, if you want to be a good teacher. Yeah, it's for me the question. <laughs> yeah, it's like a rhetorical question, but uh, yeah. either of you can, can help I don't me. know. I, honestly, uh, I have the same problem that you're mentioning, like in my bachata classes as well. It's not just a soup thing. As I told you, when I start with the sensual bachata stuff, um, I can see that uh, that not uh, very young people is interested anymore. They, they don't like the stuff. They they find it very difficult, and they just quit. You know. And uh, at the end, you 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 if you go to bachata central bachata congress or I don't know how it's in soup exactly, but you don't see like really. Uh, mature people dancing sensual bachata. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't see like a uh, 50 year old guys like doing body waves and this kind of stuff. Maybe some, but it's not the common thing. It's not the usual thing. So maybe at the end, I don't know if this sensual bachata and soup, these kind of dances are a little bit more limited on, you know, yeah. on age. Uh, I, I don't know. Some, I mean, while kizomba or Argentinian tango or another kind of dances, they can be danced during. Uh, a lot, a lot of years. Yeah, in fact, uh, I I had uh, a conversation about Kisomba some weeks ago, and I was joking to a lady because she was angry that I said that uh, Kisomba music evolved from soup music, and she yeah, yeah, I remember. She didn't, she didn't understand me properly. She was thinking that I was talking about the dance and I was talking about the music. Yeah. And I I joke with with her like ah oh, don't worry I like kisomba I probably will dance kisomba when I'm 80 years old and my knees doesn't work anymore. <laughs> but she was so angry like did you say that kisomba is for old people? <laughs> but yeah, no, but I, I know what you meant and I <laughs> and I think you guys understood my point. Is yeah, 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 yeah. like the same happens in the in salsa and bachata world you know. I've heard many times a comment, oh, you're you're dancing bachata because you're old and you cannot dance salsa anymore, you know, something like that. So it's the same thing, like the bachata was the easy thing and then salsa is a difficult one. You know. so, but by the way, if, if there's some uh, not-so-young couple or people watching now, uh, I want to mention like a really, a really nice couple that they dance suk for a while and they were like 50-some. And they, they are called Maria Manolo, maybe you know them, uh, Alex, from here from Barcelona. They were in Spiral Dancers. Like yeah. the, 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 the not young couple yeah. <laughs> uh, from Barcelona. They were really good and they did everything, like the, the compress, the acrobatics, and, and they were 50 some and they never danced before. So wow. uh, if you're a, a not so young guy or girl, don't get uh, in the back because of uh, the difficulty, because you can do it. You, you just need to, to practice. That's yeah, a message. Definitely. So you, I, I'm, I'm sure that everybody can do it, but they, they don't have to quit. <laughs> you know, they have to follow. Yeah, they have to insist. That's the thing. Yeah. yeah even for, for me, as a, as a beginner, you, you don't know how, I was, how bad I was as a beginner. Like, I came from American football. And I was like 25 kilos more of muscle and fat, you know. Mm -hmm. So I lost all that, that weight, but I was like stiff, like a like a iron bar. 
So when whenever Leticia told me like I move your hip, I was moving my whole body because I couldn't move just a hip. <laughs> so I kept months and months trying to move the hip. So uh, it's not uh, a, a question of age; it's a question of practice, I think. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's a mix of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Because when you're getting older and older, if you don't keep your shape, you know. Yeah. You're not in shape, uh, probably you don't find your hips, so <laughs> aware that you don't have hips anymore. But yeah, otherwise, yeah. And anyways, uh, dance keeps you younger, and Nymph is uh, yeah. the example of that. How old are you, Nymph? <laughs> I, I was so surprised to hear your age when you told me. Yes, 43. <laughs> you You're see really? Yeah, he wow. seems like a, a 32. Yeah, 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 you don't look 43 at all. Wow. <laughs> I have to switch to Suk, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, uh, good uh, motivation. <laughs> but I think also why people quit at, at a certain uh, moment, uh, because most of the people, the majority of the people that are coming to dance uh, Zook, they are more like social dancers. And they are like, in the beginning, they are fascinated to, because they like Zook, and, but at, at a certain moment, they lost the passion from Zook, and they are starting to dance more for social and to get contact with other people. Um, and when I see that people, uh, those people that are uh, like uh, passionate and motivated, they keep dancing like for a long, long time. And all these other people, like social dancers, they quit after a while, or they don't go to classes, they don't improve anymore. anymore. So like after 10, 15 years, they are dancing still the same, while people that are motivated and inspired and, and uh, passionate, they learn the same, like in three, four years, they can dance even better than people that are dancing like for, for 15 years. Yeah. That's different, I also see with, with dancers. So anyway, you dance bachata, you dance kisomba, you dance soup, you dance salsa, what you need is motivation and practice, right? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I think uh, time is... Uh, running off because uh, we want to keep the episodes for half an hour more or less. Uh, so just to finish uh, with that note about the motivation and, and practice, uh, I just want to thank Alex for being here and for taking the the time to to address this what the fuck with the bachata central mm -hmm. that we did today. Thank you, Alex. For being here. Nice. I thought it was it was gonna be much worse than that, but it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, in fact, we tried to invite some sub teachers to be like uh, debating with you, but uh, we couldn't find uh, anybody free. Uh, we will invite somebody to, to take a second part on the subject in okay. the future. So I will I will be really glad if you can also be with us on the second part. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys for inviting me. You're welcome. Uh, you're and uh, Niamh, just a quick note, uh, today was the, the Souk flash mob or Souk uh, day, uh, like yeah. they call it now, and next week we're doing an episode about that, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So everyone who wants to, to see uh, and to want to listen more and hear more info about the Souk uh, flash mob, just watch next, next week, Wednesday. Yeah. So... <laughs> Thank you, Nymph, for being here, and thank you, the noise behind Nymph, like uh, it's called Ariana, I mean. Uh, <laughs> so, next week, guys. Uh, Hello, we... goodbye. Hello, Ariana. So, next week, uh, people will be here on Wednesday again, 
and we will talk about the flash mob. And I hope uh, you enjoyed the, today's episode. And see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> Laka-laka. -bye.